those who hit that play button and chose to listen to my podcast today it's anana my name is siri by now you all know what this podcast is all about to that new listener who is with us welcome in my podcast i speak about the challenges we face as humans methods i personally believe in which could help you all overcome that challenge and be more happy and satisfied with life you can reach out to me on my instagram handle at that call online show let's create a community where we can be real raw and open about our feelings and experiences and find a new perspective in every walk of life now let's get started so we have a very special guest with us today matthew and um tell me about yourself matthew i'm just living enjoying life um going through a lot of growth right now and learning what it means to be a healthy masculine so Yeah, I mean there's a lot going on but it really all goes back to that core thing of what does it mean to be a good man in 2022 almost, you know. Okay, that's great. And uh, usually you see people asking everyone that, you know, are you a mountain person or are you a beach person? And I see you trekking and going out and enjoying life. So, I feel that you're definitely a mountain person. So, what is it about mountains to you? they kind of like remind me of a mini world of their own. I guess the ocean itself kind of has that, but on a beach it's like for me it's always like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain, but like on a mountain I'm I'm climbing like I'm seeing waterfalls and uh fine little ponds or one time I found a lake at the top of the mountain to swim in. And then it constantly reminds me of like how small we are and it's kind of like a direct reflection of my mortality. so i can remember like what it's really all about and what the end goal is yeah so you're talking about self reflection here and um, i know that we are all really busy with our lives and like hustling all the time and it's really good to take your you know mind off in such a spot probably uh, so <sighs> what are those self reflective thoughts that you get and how is how is that whole process Yeah, I think it really goes back to I think it's really easy to get caught up in the the matrix of things and like the patriarchy, you know? So like um making sure you have the nicest clothes or the nicest car, you're like paying um making sure you have everything paid and not saying you shouldn't take care of yourself, but it's really easy to get caught up in this like man-made cycle that we created for ourselves, you know? And like when you realize that it doesn't necessarily matter as much as we thought and we truly only have one life um it puts everything in a perspective i mean the first time i really had to look at myself and be like i might not make it out of this and i i really finally had to make a decision of what kind of man i was going to be and i think that's the point of doing those exercises and routine and those reflective exercises is to make a conscious decision of this is how i'm going to move through the universe for better or worse that's that's definitely true and um you know with me i've struggled a lot with self love and trying to understand myself and it's it's quite a bit of tough journey for me because you know um i'm more like a people person and i would love to be around people all the time that at some point in my life when i was alone i was like what do i do like how do i be with myself or you know it was quite tough for me and um yeah like it's definitely a process of growth and you know trying to understand yourself through uh the hardest of journey i would say so <clears throat> to get into that uh growth mindset and to break 
certain cycles you know where um, see with my family we are really conservative and there's certain things that is not allowed and that's how even it is in the society you know certain things are not allowed to do like you shouldn't be this you shouldn't be that so there are a lot of people telling us a lot of opinions about how to live a life and um, and with me i struggled a lot with trying to understand of what i really want or you know what what does the world expect from me you know as a person and um with me that realization of you know uh, maybe what there's nothing called right and wrong it's probably the way we all live life and it's okay to you know do a mistake and then learn from it and be you know okay cool you know i learned and i'm never going to do that again <laughs> so right. what how is that journey of self love for you and like i know it's quite tough and like only when life hits you you would know that oh okay you know um i really need to take care of myself so how is that whole journey for you Well first thank you for your honesty and transparency <laughs> just like opening up like that. Um yeah, you know, I've had a pretty interesting re- relationship or process with that recently because uh I kind of got sucked into the world of like modeling and uh fashion a little bit too just from like doing this journey. So like for me at first self love was just making sure like I worked out, I had my meal prep before I I went through the day so I was making sure I was eating and then doing things that built my confidence to go through everyday life um secure in who I am. So like uh way back in the past that was like I didn't think I was I felt like so weak and taken advantage of. So I did I did mixed martial arts and learned how to fight and um I just took care of all those things and really not only learned to accept who I am in this moment, but I learned how to build myself into a person I could love even more in the future. So kind of like the unhealthy version of that is when like you're in a relationship and you're dating that person you see all this potential for them and you try to change them like instead of doing that to them just look at you and see all the potential in you and build yourself into that person because now that unhealthy cycle has become a healthy one and then recently like doing the modeling and stuff like and then traveling all the time like just like the way like um the outfits all be styled in or like the situations I'm in it really challenges like how people react to me and you'd be amazed like and I'm sure you know this like a certain clothes the way you wear certain clothes will completely change how people perceive you and so being firm enough in my masculinity and who I am to be able to wear um these things and go out and realize that I'm probably not going to be a part of the crowd um in most situations anymore like you're going to have to stand out and being secure enough to say like if i stand out that's okay like this is who i am and i'm not going to change who i am to fit into where i'm at right now and so that's been a really interesting thing to grow through because it's like okay I've, you build yourself into this person that first you accept who you are you build you continue to build yourself into a person that you love more and then you deal with how the world reacts to that and then you have to be like okay this is still me though and get right back to building And so I don't know if that makes sense. That's kind of the growth process I've been on right now with self love. I'm I literally just got done talking to one of one on my team about that last night. So I'm super glad you brought that up. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what does self love mean to you personally? The hard part that's describing love to me it's accountability, reflection. It's telling myself no, honestly. That's what it is. I mean, I I love to spoil me, you know. <laughs> But um <laughs> It's it's really going like no, don't eat this. Um that's not healthy. Like I know that's not healthy and like having discipline and like making sure I'm I'm ultimately taking care of me like okay, if I'm going to be late to work cuz I have to make sure I have food and like 
I'm gonna make sure I have food and be late to work. If I can't go hang out because I need to meditate for 30 minutes, I'm gonna tell myself, no, don't hang out, go meditate. It's like putting myself in that space and frame to really thrive and knowing that my inner child is still a child and it needs to be taken care of. But at the same time, you have to make sure like the adult's good too, if that makes sense. Yes, definitely. With me, I'm like really, you know, I hustle a lot and I try to set myself a routine and I would be like, okay, you know, from this time to this time, I do this. And like, I try to, you know, be that way all the time. And most of my friends would be like, you know, Siri, don't you feel like you're draining yourself or like, why do you, you know, do that a lot, you know? And I want my uh, things to be so perfect in place. And like, whenever my guests come in, they're like too scared that like a coach should be there, shoe should be here. And they, they started following all of that. So it's like quite, quite I'm, a, I'm a person who's quite difficult to live with, honestly. So oh. how, <laughs> so how is your daily routine like? And is there anything of that sort for you? Yeah, um, <laughs> there is. My routine's a little wild. I um, it's like I tend to I wake up at four a.m. every day in our time zone, and so um, I immediately want to start with like fitness, so I get my conditioning in. So like, um, being on the doing like skydiving and MMA and climbing mountains, like I gotta be in really good shape. So I run a five k every day at least. Um, we hit a full weight regimen, and then after that, I'll usually start my classes and my schoolwork. Um, I'll knock that out, go to work, so I can uh you know, make money. And then I'll do my mixed martial arts training after that. And um, after that, I'd shower and get ready for bed. And that's like my critical time because at that point, that's where I like, uh, I do my meal prep, I get my routine ready for tomorrow. And then I sit down and I, I do my journal and I have my whole journal full in a way that like at the end of the day, I can write how I'm feeling, like reflect on that. And then I have actual like a, a checklist of things that I need to make sure I did. So like I'm holding myself accountable. And then it's just meditation and nothing. And through that process, I'm ready to go to bed, wake up and knock it out. I used to do that first thing in the morning, but um, I like the idea of like calming the mind before bed. Because if you're busy, it's hard to go to sleep because your mind's racing, you know? So that's my routine right now. <laughs> Every time I keep my phone aside on my study desk and... As soon as I wake up, I don't see my phone. And before I go to sleep, I don't see my phone. So that's something that I follow. And like, you know, when I wake up in the morning, there'd be a lot of missed calls, a lot of messages from people. And I'd be like, okay, <laughs> give me some two hours of me time. <laughs> so I totally yeah. get what you're talking about. <laughs> so, yeah. Power to you for being able to do that too. Like, that's not easy yeah. to do. Yeah, it's it's a quite a lot of practice. And like, um, recently I moved to Berlin for my higher education and like with my family I'm like the first kid who moved abroad for studies and like they they always keep checking on me and they want to be in my life like 24 by 7 it's like Siri what you're doing Siri what is it <laughs> and like <Wow>. uh, me, <laughs> me being away from my phone is quite stressful for them <laughs> so, that's yeah. incredible <laughs> yeah so cool <laughs> So when you spoke about journaling, the one thing that interests me is that I do journaling too. And um, with me, you know, initially when I started journaling, I was like, ah, I'm not going to write this down. You know, this is something really deep. Like, you know, with me, with emotions, I kind of feel that nothing is a negative emotion. And like when you experience sadness or jealousy or, you know, anything that we term it as negative, 
is like since people just don't project it out as as much as happiness or you know joy and stuff like that it's just looked so down upon when you or like not everybody would take it you know and like i see that most of the people just shut down and you know try to project themselves to be really happy and organized and everything but deep inside it's something you know some traumatic event or something that keeps bothering them but like um i feel like people are not looking for connection nowadays they just want to have a social life so like um recently i've been struggling with that a lot because i'm a person who would love to connect one on one and you know <laughs> be be good good for each other well you know we both grow together and like some people would be like ah you know serious fun let's hang out with her let's party with her but like <laughs> when it comes to like personal stuff they like they be gone vanished <laughs> so like right Yeah. So so like initially when I began journaling I was like oh, I'm not going to write this down let's let's hide it. <laughs> so like that kept <laughs> that kept happening with me and like finally I learned what journaling is basically where you know it's it's just you know just for yourself and nobody's going to read it so you can just be yourself with your journal and it's quite a bit of journey for me because um initially I struggled a lot and I was like should I write this down should I put like what if someone reads it <laughs> and stuff yeah, like that right. yeah yeah so uh, so what what is that top 5 things that you should remember when you start your journaling journey okay i have one th- i only have one thing And like I guess I could have more than one but there's one thing that like um I think it's Ernest Hemingway like famous author he said just go on the page and bleed just like let it all out so like I, there's nothing I hold back when I journal like if it's no matter how mundane or how um controversial or personal the topic is just like get it out cuz once it's out you'll be able to reflect on it and you're going it's a totally different experience once it's out accountability so don't only actually like write how you feel for me but like I did I started seeing a lot of changes in my life when I started going like okay make sure to get this 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 done and then like like rating my day and then seeing like what I could change with the next day if that makes sense so like all right get like word vomit get it all out all right now that that's done like on a logical level cuz now my emotions have been recognized and I feel validated and like comfortable to share in an honest setting like on a logical level how did I actually do today um in spite of everything I was feeling And so then I go through and write go through and mark those metrics and through that you have this nice balance of like nurturing your soul and taking care of you but not getting lost and forgetting to take care of the things that I have to do every single day if that makes sense. Yes, yes true. So with people there's always this um yourself and then you have your inner circle and then you will have you know your family and then you'll have you know people who are who you have just a social life with so there's a different spectrum and like there's different ways that you know we we categorize people to be in our life and um you know like me as a people person i really can't stay inside my house more than 24 hours like i go crazy and like i'm like no i want to i want to go out i want to do something and like covid hits me really bad <laughs> i'm like <Not> yeah <laughs> Yes. So like is it possible, you know, to be happy just by yourself and yeah, like it's definitely possible like I like, I'm still learning and growing. So um like I'm always in need someone to be there for me. So like to break that and like 
you know to come out and then be like okay you know i'm just going to do a lot of things that's going to make me happy today and i'm going to keep doing it for days and i just don't want anybody <laughs> so like uh, how do you get there that's a good question uh i think i don't think it's like one spot to get to i i think it's like a constant process if that makes sense because like So I the biggest thing I always do is like visualize the person I want to become or where I'm going. And by having like that single goal of like this is where I'm trying to take me, not necessarily like getting a new car or anything, but like this is the human and that I want to become. This is the spiritual development I want to have. It makes it really easy to drown out the noise because you have a goal, you have a vision in mind, and so everything else kind of just becomes secondary. So I don't even know if it's like getting to a point as much as just deciding which point to go to. and then after that um that's where it's hard cuz once you get there you got to redo it once you get there you kind of have to open like for me i have to open myself back up to what's around me and go okay well where do i go next and that's the hard part because now i have to deal with all the noise and static and get through it and find what i really want and so i think the key to getting to that point is just having the goal in mind but then once you obtain the goal because you will that's where it, like getting to the points actually what's tricky like becoming that like saying it's done that part's done with the next part that's the hard part it's real easy mm-hmm. once we know once we know where to go it's like okay whatever but once we're there and we don't know where to go that's theoretically being lost right yeah so yeah that was that's what it's been for me yes yes so so for us to have that growth mindset right because um like people usually say that you know uh, you need to be surrounded by people you know who are as the same mindset as you you know who are in that growth mindset as well and that you know people around you influence you a lot and like you know maybe we would say that you know i'm not going to get influenced you know i'm me but like there's always this when you get along people you know get along with people you just don't know sometimes and like months would pass of like you know why i don't feel like i'm myself lately stuff like that so like you know i believe that people who might surround like who surround me you know they define me and like you know there's always that thought in me so like um mm-hmm. how do you identify that you know this person is you know right for me and like i vibe with them really well and like they're also in that growth mindset and like you know it's it's really tough to identify a toxic person in your life you know and like it, it's it's mm-hmm. really hard because initially you just can't do it and like everybody you know when when any relationship starts they would like even with myself if i'm talking to somebody new i would you know project all that good part of me you know they would be like she's so kind she's so good there's another part of me which is like they haven't seen it and like after months or years they see it and like oh sorry go away <laughs> you know that <laughs> that that happens to everybody and um, you know it's it's quite difficult because like i can be toxic to someone as well right even i try to you know when something goes down in my life i try to analyze of you know where did i go wrong how did i make someone else feel and you know what is going on to like i just don't think about myself i think a lot about how it's affecting others as well and try to correct my behavior accordingly and uh, you know that 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 keeps going on in my mind but like sometimes when i encounter a really toxic person in my life like what i do is that um, when i get to know them too personally right through what is whatever their trauma is and how they've been through with life you no know, i kind of have that sense of attachment where you know i always wanted to help 
even though you know it's hurting me really bad and like it's really hard for me to put that boundary i struggle really a lot with boundaries and i'd be like it's okay you know it's okay i understand because i know them that you know they've been through all of this so their behavior you know i just i try to justify their behavior and and it's something that i'm trying to get out of you know with everybody but like nowadays i'm like when people overshare like i kind of like run away i'm like no don't do that <laughs> like it's going yeah. great so yeah I, i it's it's quite difficult for me to set boundaries and you know to to see that uh, that you know um some something that they are doing is affecting me so i first need to take care of myself and you know this is your limit this is this is what you know this is where you should be and you know if you step after that it's my space you know it's just me please don't do that so like it's really difficult for me to say no and i'm a very big people pleaser well how so how are you like when you set the boundary how do you set the boundary right now um i'm trying actually where you know if something starts affecting me i try to communicate you know tell them and i started telling no a lot also where you know if after i say no i feel guilty of course but i want to say no <laughs> so that's that's something that I've, i'm just, i'm trying to do like i started to do and also like it's really difficult for me but like i'm trying to see it this way where you know when people share their experiences it's just a story their life story that they say and it, i understand but i don't need to do anything about it right it's because mm-hmm. it's their journey and they're going to get better over time or you know something might happen in their life where they set themselves to free from that so like i can't do anything about it and i have my own baggage so first take care of yourself that's something that i'm trying to do yeah i guess my before i i think i might have an answer but um you don't have to answer this but why do you feel like um you have like why do you feel the need to help or you have to make the impact with them you know i i feel like that that's a core theme there so if you don't yeah. want to you don't have to but if you can that would be lovely yeah i would i would love to because um two years before you know i've i've been through anxiety and depression and um it was quite hard even for my family to understand me and you know they didn't know how to help me at all at that point in life and um i lost a lot of friends and people who were you know i have certain friends who've always been there for me and you know initially they were all there you know trying to comfort me be there for me but later i was just so alone and to to just come out of it and to to feel that you know i need to get better right to get to that yeah. mindset was really hard for me and i've been i've struggled for years and there are certain still there are certain incidents in my life that you know some people knowingly or unknowingly they trigger that you know i kind of start having panic attacks and i would be like you know i just want to be by myself so so when all of that happened when i slowly got better you know that's when i actually started my podcast and you know started talking about things and i try to in- interview a lot of people and try to you know gain the new perspectives from a lot of people's experiences and that's what i do so i feel like this is the purpose but somehow you know sometimes <laughs> it just goes on in a very wrong track where i'm i'm trying to overhelp people so that's right. there <laughs> yeah 
hundred percent. Thank you for sharing that. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. In that in that case, where I was, I'll just go through my experiences and like you can take from it what you will. Because ultimately, it's you. You know what I mean? But that it just for me, it was always like I saw myself in somebody in similar situations like that. So I would pour so much into them, and then I finally realized that they're not me, and I was really just seeing what I really needed. If that makes sense. So like yeah. they became like a vessel for me to project the healing I needed onto, and so like the biggest thing for me was to put that back, that healing back into me, and detach and realize they're not me. But by me helping myself and not gatekeeping the knowledge and being an open resource, but still taking care of me first, that's where I impact them more, and I'm able to set my boundary more because I know like I gotta like I'm still the first priority at the end of the day, and I'm sure you've experienced this too with your podcast like. Um, when I began just like documenting this stuff on Instagram and TikTok or whatever, I did it because I couldn't find a peer to look at and go like, "Oh, this guy's my age and he figured it out. Like he's lived, he's happy. Like he knows what it means to be good." So I just started like saying, "Well, I'm just gonna try to figure it out on my own and posting about it, right?" And through that, that helped so many people because I was still working on me, but I was just sharing the information. And so, like by doing that same thing with you, and you come across these people of sharing the information, but knowing that ultimately they still got to do the work, and whatever work you want to do for them is really the work you got to do for you. That leads to this detachment where you don't feel that guilt for saying no anymore, because you know that no is what they need to hear, and it's what you need to hear too. So by saying no, you're helping them more. If that makes sense. Yeah, it does. <clears throat> Moving on,、um, <laughs> I see that、um, you are a very spiritual person, and、um, and with me, I've、uh, joined yoga classes here, which is a、um, very great part to reflect because it's Yin Yoga. So what they do is it's a very slow paced yoga, but you know they try to、um, like you can have your own space to reflect on your thoughts. And、um, at the end of the class, you just need to talk about it to like a whole bunch of people, and you have to say、uh, everything that's been going on in your mind when you practice yoga. So, like, I found great friends here, and it's really great. And then I I do meditate, I do journaling,、um, and yeah, that's pretty much it when it comes to spirituality for me. But、um, you know, there's a lot of Misconception of you know being religious and being spiritual, like especially from <laughs> <Yeah> . from <laughs> from where I come from, they're like, ah, you're religious now. You're like you pray and like okay, you're a very spiritual person. It's like so yeah. So what do you think is the difference or like what is to be spiritual for you? I think. That's such a good question. I could go a million ways.、Uh, for me, it was more about just not only acknowledging what's good for me, but what's good for the whole, right? So, like, how do the actions we take benefit all of us as people, and then impact the life and everything connected around us? So, taking a conscious、um, effort to acknowledge that and then practice that into everyday life. I think that's what it means to be spiritual. I think religions have their own set of、uh, parameters and constructs that are built into them, and if that's what people need to heal, that's fine. But I think at its core, spirituality is about、um, consciousness and taking responsibility and owning the interconnectedness between everything and saying, "Oh, what I do here impacts this too." And through that process, it's like 
it's strange because it's almost like coming home like you're you're reconnecting to like the source or the divine because by acknowledging it you can say it's there and it's this weird process of working on you as an individual but finding peace with the, the grand scheme of the universe because we recognize that our big picture is a part of multi of many other big pictures like we're a mini verse inside a bigger universe if that makes sense so when i started you know meditating um i tried really hard to you know control my thoughts like no i shouldn't have any thoughts i should sit in silence no <laughs> so i keep telling no to my thoughts <laughs> but like later i realized that um at some point it's all about silencing your thought, thoughts you know where you know you you let it come you analyze it let it go and then you know when i started practicing it initially i had a lot of thoughts but like later it it came down a little by little by little and like now when i meditate you know it's just complete peace you know from within but i just don't have so many thoughts you know and like even the time span has increased a bit because initially it's just 10 minutes and then i open my eyes a little bit like that <laughs> so i used to do that but like now you know when i sit down i don't know how time passes you know i sit down for like 30 minutes 40 minutes and then when i open my eyes it just feels so good and i feel so happy and like i'll be jumping around for no reason so like i i do feel all of that and like it it had helped me really like i would say a lot what made you you know see that you know i need to meditate or i need to be a little spiritual so like what is that that thought in you that you know at what part in life that you felt that you need to practice this to get better yeah i lost like i lost everything and i was extremely like like i didn't even know what it was honestly i didn't know what meditation was i didn't know anything i was just so broken and i was like i was on the run so um all my businesses were gone i lost the person that i thought the time was going to marry house car everything wasn't sure if i lived tomorrow thought if I did live or they going to put me in jail. I had no idea what was going to happen. And so I was just looking for some frame of mind where I had peace. And so what I would do is I would play these like meditation videos in the background while I paint because like I was running from like safe house to safe house or I'd be in the woods for like a month at a time so no one could find me and I'd play these little meditations in the background while I painted. And then finally I just like the painting was good but I was like well really what I like to do is the meditation. And so I started researching and like learning about meditation and chakras and all the things and that's where I was like okay regardless of all this crap around me like if someone like breaks in or I'm at and I have to handle that or like if I'm on the news again tomorrow like for those 20 minutes I'm finally at peace and in a life for like I never knew where I was going to be with all that uncertainty like that 20 minutes was like a gift was the greatest gift I've ever received, you know? And so um but yeah, that's how I landed in the meditation. It just it gave me something I never I I just couldn't have like, you know? So that security and that peace, that's what got me in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. That's that's great. Um so you know, right after I moved to Berlin, um i started meeting a lot of people and you know people from different cultural backgrounds people from different mindsets and you know from different courses as well and um, say with me i always try to see something in people when you know i can learn right so like i try to 
talk talk to people like i know nothing about films but like i see my friends or someone i meet talk a lot about movies you know why not let's just you know listen to it maybe it would interest me so i'm more like a person like that and um i come from a really small town in india and uh, you know people there you know everybody has the same mindset everybody are like okay you know you choose you either become a doctor or an engineer <laughs> nothing else <laughs> so like mostly people are like that there and like when i came here it was a lot of like maybe i can say a cultural shock maybe you know and i was yeah. like okay you know this is great you know this is so good <laughs> like i i started experiencing all of that and i found really great connections here and um, last week when i was talking to a friend um, he told me that uh, siri i really you know like like you you know you you have that you have that in you you know you keep hustling and you try to meet people and you're really joyful and happy but like somewhere i see that you know certain things um is still hurting you or you're you're still trying to get out of all of that and like it's it's quite difficult for you to say if i set my mind to, mind to something it's quite difficult for me to change that to change that in just one day but he was telling me that um you need to keep bursting your bubble silly you know like every day you need to do that every day you need to you know do something that you have never done before and like you know we are all still young and we still have to experience so many things you know positives and negatives in life and um down that road you know it's all about getting out of that comfort zone and you know trying to experience just experience things you know it just doesn't necessarily need to be something um you don't need to think a lot about you know what is right or what is wrong sometimes you know for the smallest of things of course <laughs> not for the huge things but yeah so he kept telling me you need to bust your bubbles every day and that this you know stuck in my head i'm like i i'm going to bust a bubble today <laughs> so <laughs> so what is it um what do you think about um getting out of your comfort zone and doing things differently or have you done that before Oh yeah, I do that all the time. Um yeah. No, I I think it's important. Uh recently the biggest thing has been like getting used to being like uh like I said standing out or controversial and things like that like uh Yeah, I mean, I think at some point you have to get comfortable being uncomfortable and like it it's starting to change the perspective now that if I'm comfortable I get worried. Like I'm like I'm not growing. You know what I mean? And yeah. so I recently had that like realm of thought initiate in my head to where like oh no being on this controversial or like out uncomfortable path is what i prefer and what i'm used to now my biggest fear is being stuck in a comfortable path again and so i think i absolutely agree but at some point like it just to me like being uncomfortable and being in that realm should be the norm yeah <laughs> so i have one more personal question <laughs> so um, with me you know i always struggle a lot with um, maintaining relationships you know it becomes too healthy for me and uh, and oh. i would be like <laughs> so i would be like uh, with me i can be a 100 or a 0 and every time you know when things are going down with people you know i would tell them that you know see dude i can either be a 100 or i go back to zero i i just can't balance it because when i'm with people i give so much love you know i always be there for them and i do that or i be like cut off all contact and i'm like okay you know you no longer exist for me so it's always been two extremes for me where you know i'm like oh, is there even a 
middle point there or like they keep telling you know please don't ghost people or like please don't do that you know we trying to understand you but at certain point i'm like you know oh, no please go away or you know i'd be like i pull them so close and i'd be like oh you're so dear to me you're all of this and all of that and yeah it's 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 something that you know i, I like I, with me like even right now in my mind i'm like ah oh, that's that's something i don't know where to begin with like okay like i have this let let's just brush that thought away <laughs> like let's not deal with it yeah. right now so um, what do you think what what should i do or like what what do i find that midpoint oh that's a that's a curious one um i really think it goes back to uh yeah i i really think it goes back to detachment on that one that one's just such a that's a detachment thing right so usually when like we isolate it's because as humans we now feel the need that like to isolate means there's something not necessarily so traumatic but something so you feel you need to fix so bad that like we want to take ourselves away from like the our social circles and since we're social creatures that's a very big statement we're making like i need to isolate says we have a lot of work we need to do so it sounds like um it's like finding detachment with the environment around us because by being able to just be in that environment and detach and still work on ourselves we find that focus so like it i'm trying to find the best way to explain it it's like it's the same concept of being able to focus on you so much in spite of what's going on around you that now when you're out in the world you don't give that 100% because you're still the first priority and that's where you really find your 50 because by pouring into you you can tell other people know because you're busy doing the things you want to do and it doesn't impact you so much it's really easy when we isolate and go to zero to feel like it's our mission to be able to go out and pour into these people and do all of these things and go full 100% when really that's not our job our job is to take care of us and by helping us we do our part and it just goes back to sharing the knowledge taking care of us and being detached enough to know no matter what happens with them if we talk this month or next year from from the end here from our end like things are going to be okay and it's up to them to have that other 50% and make sure that no matter what happens between us our relationship will be okay too and if they do something wrong or they don't want that relationship anymore we were still working on us so it's good they can go and if we don't want that relationship anymore they were still working on them so we can continue forward too it's really similar to dating when you have like one partner that does everything you know um that's always trying to push the relationship forward you can't have that and it's that same process with every relationship in our lives yeah if that makes sense if not <laughs> you can tell me <laughs> yeah true so i remember that so <laughs> What is your fitness journey? Like do you work out? I see that you work out a lot, but so do you do you maintain a strict diet and like keep a track of everything all the time or how is it for you? Yeah, it's all about for me a uh, low portion size, low sugar. I try to prioritize vegetables and um eat like a less red meat, so a lot of turkey meat, um fish, chicken, things like that. And try to keep it as organic as possible. It's hard, but like if there's like a bag of chips or something processed, I try to like stay away from that as much as I can. Um my fitness stuff, I really started to do it because I was uh the first time I I got in crazy good shape, it was because I was tired of not being in shape. So I just like went one direction crazy. The second time and which led to the journey I'm on now is I just wanted to be in shape so where I could protect myself and like do my responsibilities as a a healthy masculine like if i wanted to be able to protect somebody i could 
if there's a situation I needed to get out of, I could get out of it. So um, I started training to do uh, mixed martial arts. And then after that, it was climbing mountains and skydiving. So it's this weird thing where like the fitness and the meal plan. And I think this is something we all hit, like becomes a component of our lifestyle. So I know I can't live my lifestyle if I can't run my 5k every day if i'm if because i won't be able to climb the mountain like if i go if i go um train or have like a sparring match and i'm not in shape like i'm gonna be knocked out with like a bloody lip the next day and so realizing that those key components are part of who we are as just humans like we used to run like 100 like super long distances but like way back in the, our primitive days and um understanding that it's like the driver for us to be able to live the life we want it really came full circle for me. Like I was in Arizona um, two a week ago, maybe maybe two, and um, we just climbed. I just went and climbed a mountain out of nowhere. And the first time that happened to me, I could not do that. Like I climbed it, I went home, and I was out for like two days, like passed out, tired. But now it's like such an intrinsic part of my lifestyle that mountains climb, we can go do whatever we want to do after that. So I, I think the fitness journey is. I think it's. Uh, finding your discipline and the lifestyle you want to live and understanding what level of shape you have to be at to live that life. And that's different for everyone. I have chosen a very strenuous, like physically active lifestyle, but it, it's, it's all, it's not like, I think fitness is so easy to make it an identity or something you do when it's really just like doing the basics to go to the bigger picture of your life, if that makes sense. So there's always, you know, two ways to go about when you experience something negative in life, you know, people would either, you know, try to hurt themselves or be really negative, you know, try to be something that they are not. And there are people who hustle a lot, who see that growth, you know, and who try to take care of themselves, you know, so they would never feel that again. You know, do you understand what I mean? So like, I'm oh, yeah. really happy that, um, you know, that I could meet you as a person who is um, in that <laughs> great mindset where you're trying to focus on a lot of things in your life, you know, which would have a positive impact on yourself and also people around you. And as we're approaching to the end of the episode, I have three things to say. <laughs> the first thing is that, um, uh, you know, usually when I'm recording podcast episodes, I kind of like um, try to find them on social media and try to know them, you know, better. <laughs> so like in that process, you know, I noticed that uh, you were, um, you had this van. And like you were, uh, you you made it out from scratch, right? So there was wooden flooring, and you fixed. You took down a wall <laughs> to fix a bed there, but I never uh, saw what is the end result of it, <laughs> you know. And I was like, ah, how did this look in the end? So like, is there anywhere that you put that up, or like I couldn't find it? No, it's still it's still a journey. So I'm finishing <laughs> the last parts of it this year. Yeah, it's it's still okay. going. So I'll okay. be posting about it. Yeah. <laughs> Sure that's okay. funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like I was seeing that yesterday in the night and like I just couldn't sleep and I was like, oh, how did that look? Oh, like I'm not missing out on something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you also have uh, a company called Colborn Media. So can you say more about it? I used to. So that's the, that's how I got into trouble. Um that was the okay. that was a uh, how do you describe it? We were a data science firm. So we ran, I ran a 
like influencer marketing campaigns and we ran uh, data science for politicians and like fortune 500 companies and things like that. And um, through that, I got involved in politics and got in with the wrong people essentially. And I went from like seeing myself as like this uh, 21 year old millionaire with the, the house. I was like Tesla shopping. I had a girl I thought I was gonna be with the rest of my life. And basically having on surface, which was the textbook life, you know, to having being on the news like a villainized person in the media um on the run i had the fbi after me i had all levels of law enforcement after me i had politicians sending people that they that worked for them after me so <clears throat> that was like a vehicle for me to realize the power of pursuing dreams at a young age and then also to realize that the like the importance of recognizing who I am and that career doesn't define me and what it means to be good because the higher up I got in that world the less me I became and the less true happiness I found and only when I was on the run uncertain of everything and put the paint to the side and just meditated did I find that peace I was looking for through that whole process of building the companies of trying to obtain all these things and um yeah, I was looking for something that really, if I just sat there and played my meditation and sat still for 20 minutes, would have had a lot earlier. But yeah, Color Media is like the vehicle of that journey. So, you know, what would you like to tell to our listeners who are listening to this episode today? Y'all have a fantastic host, series of sweethearts. Let's like give you a minute and your kudos a round of applause. I adore <laughs> you, truly. Um, thank you. Of course. No, thank you. Thank you for being such a beacon of light. What would I tell them? Um, I guess I would just say like the the questions we don't ask, the big questions like what does it mean to be good or what what do we want to stand for? The questions that when our lives are over that we know like we met those goals and hit those objectives, I think those are what it's worth living for. And I don't know what the question is for them or for you, but I think it's critical to ask themselves that. And I think it's really critical to face mortality and understand that this ends. And knowing that since we do only have one life, um, where do you want to go? What will you change? Will you tap into your wild side? Will you take those risks and make those chances? I think if I can leave them with one thing, I beg them to just face that and change your make the course of your life what you really want it to be. Because at the end of the day, when we're sitting in our rocking chairs, like we could still talk like this, but at some point, it's just we have to face the decisions we made with our lives, you know? And yeah. so I, I would challenge all of them to make that decision and face that mindset because that's where the real adventure begins. Once you do that, it's like life's just, life's a movie, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and also, I really, really love your hair. And I'm like really bad with like maintaining my hair. I'm like, should I wash it every week? And like, it's, it's really, uh, it's really a pain. And like, I, I the way, like, oh, how, what do you do to like maintain your hair? Is there... A particular shampoo you use. <laughs> that was awesome. No, I use a Tresemme, <laughs> and I just use Tresemme <laughs> conditioner, and uh, I just put it in my Tresemme conditioner and like hair gel. Honestly, I de- I didn't even do my hair today, so I'm not, I'm not even gonna lie. So yeah, I just kind of was like, let it let it be. The van made me very uh, free flowy in that sense. So yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, Matthew says you stress me, and um, maybe you sh- you don't have to maintain your hair every day. That's something. That's a, that's a takeaway. <laughs> yeah, that's the hot takeaway of the episode. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> so who or who is that person whom you made them smile or especially today like is there anyone that you feel that ah oh, you know they're so happy because of me or like i just made them smile oh that's sweet um i don't know maybe my little sister i don't know. um someone i made smile i just boy um I mean, yeah, I got no idea, honestly. I made my parents smile cuz I told them a dumb joke, but yeah, I mean, I made some people smile. We went, I went out with some friends last night and they were all at, they were all glad that I took care of them and like was the dad of the group. So, I don't know. I have no idea. My sister, <laughs> my family, I guess. I mean, you made me smile today. That counts for anything. <laughs> okay, that's great. And um I know that um, there would be a lot of people who would want to reach out to you or listen to more of your work and you know it's it's been a really great opportunity um recording with you today and um I really hope that we would get to do this more in the upcoming years down the road or sometime you know I would be like hey Matthew can we record another episode today or like something like that so yeah so where where do uh people can find you on Insta- your instagram handle or your mail or anything where you know you they can reach out to you yeah absolutely everything's my name i just wanted to be transparent because i didn't want to have like a for me like a stage name or anything because i was i, I finally wanted to say like, this is who i am and i'll die by it so just m a t t h e w c o l b as in boy o r n real not simple <laughs> that's my name and then uh I'm on Instagram. That's probably the best way to reach me. I'm I'm not going to lie. I'm an Aquarius, so I try to message back, but I'm not the best, but I do respond. It just might take some time. And um YouTube is really good too. My TikTok, I'll I don't I I respond to comments, but I don't like message back on there a lot cuz it gets overwhelming when video blows up. Like Instagram and YouTube, I'm there. Like you can hit me up <laughs> on there for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's great and I'm sure that many people will reach out to you and see like I love your reels so you know there's it's is really informative and I really wish that people get to learn a lot from you and see your work and follow you and all the all, all the other good things. So just like you say at the end of every reel, you know, I would also like to say until next time. <laughs> oh, that's what I thought. Yo, that's crazy. I love that. Yeah, so yeah, I'm really hoping we could do this more. And yeah, it was wonderful recording with you today and thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. I thank you for entering my life and I do definitely hope we get to do this again. Absolutely. Yes. All right, thank you. Until next time.